grand rising, everyone. I like to guys. Spoon coffee. Mm. Got my coffee here. Yum o. Okay, let's get started. We were talking about last time, you know, the new narrative, the fact that we need a new story and that we are, you know, in this mass extinction and things are getting serious and people don't realize it. Um, they've been talking about it and we all are trying, we feel it, we know it internally. People understand that this is happening, but feeling like they don't know what to do. And that's kind of where we're at with, you know, within the narrative or the storyline. Now, humans, we have to feel connected to something through story. It, the reason why is because we created language. We are the, the species that has a historical record, basically. Um, and we started to, you know, write things down and, you know, I don't know, it could be for the good or the bad. It's really hard to say. I would say that we have done some really weird, crazy things when we started to take historical records. We started to observe the world, question where we were in the world. And then really to a detriment to us by saying we have dominion over everything. Um, now, this is something that is stated in religious texts, so could be triggering for some people when you bring up religion and stuff like that. But the reality is we don't have dominion over everything. That That is not the proper way to address, if we want to survive as a species, I'm going to say, to address our part in the world and how we're connected to it. Because if we continue with that, mindset we just think that we can take everything as ours and that there's not going to be a consequence for it so there needs to be some interconnection and some understanding that we are a part of it and it is a part of us it lives in us the entire cosmos the universe itself lives within us and that it's not separate from us but that illusion of separation the historical record that told us that we were separate because we can observe, because we can walk, because we're land-based creatures, that we are somehow greater than the rest of the species on the planet. And really what we've done is that's caused a detriment to our own survival as a species. Um, and so we don't have dominion because everything's so nicely interconnected and in a very thin, fine way. The balance between the cosmos and everything, it's a very fine line. And it's kind of funny because they talk about dark matter, dark energy. Um, and I know a little bit about it. It's still kind of something hard to wrap my mind around. But there is this delicate balance that keeps everything where it's at. Um, and something that I love that I think some scientists are trying to recognize that spirit needs to be a part of the storyline. That if we separate ourselves from it, if we separate ourselves from this spiritual perspective, that we start to decay and we start to kill ourselves off. And so we're looking at a mass extinction in the world. And for me, um, you'll hear over time the language that I that I use um, is different, right? Because as a spiritual alchemist, we don't, I don't. And you shouldn't, if you're a spiritual alchemist, get tied to one particular way of seeing the world. 
that's not what spiritual alchemy is. Spiritual alchemy is recognizing that things change and that there is a transformation and that we try to sort of look at the transformation and see what are the consequences of this transmutation or transformation that we see occurring. And so when we're looking at it, you're going to see that even I was thinking about this so that if I go back to when I first started Spirit and Coffee and some of the concepts may have changed, evolved over time. And that's what we should be doing. And really what's happening right now is people are holding on to an old narrative, a whole, uh, an old way of seeing the world. And that's not working. There's been a big change in transformation that nobody wants to seem to recognize or they, they're unaware of it or they're not being told or they're not focusing on it because we're comfortable, you see? And, and what happens when we become comfortable is that when the uncomfortable comes in, we don't know how to handle it. Nobody want, likes change, right? Change is not an easy thing. This is not an easy thing. Now we do have some um, religious, and I don't wanna say religious, but processes, spiritual processes that have been handed down to us from our elders or from the sages or from these individuals who say, hey, look, transformation is hard change is hard it's the only constant and we have to go through it see when we get complacent and comfortable what ends up happening is we end up corroding or we end up doing what we're doing now we're too comfortable we don't want to stop our behaviors and what are our behaviors well let's let's just kill the rainforest so that we can have you know toilet paper whatever it is right all these bigger things so we need to remember that we're interconnected to everything and that fine balance if we just move it just a little bit can be too far and that's kind of where we're at right now we're at the point that if we don't do some major change in our behavior in our thinking in the way that we operate in the world we're going to tip it a little too far and then it's going to be a cataclysm catastrophe for us for our species now, I'm not talking about the planet. I'm just talking about the survival of humanity and some of these creatures. We're looking at a mass extinction that's happening. Never in our lifetime or any lifetime of the human historical record um, has a big mass extinction happened. So I don't think that any, you know, they talk about Gilgamesh. There's there's some historical records about some big cataclysm that's hit. Um but a mass extinction i don't think so um i know that there was you know the dinosaurs were a mass extinction right they they disappeared and then a new and then we arose or we came now there's question about if humans were here during then so we don't really know i mean there's a lot of we're not 100 percent sure but from the historical record when we go back and we look at when we started to be scribes and write things down that those records tell us that we have never been through a mass extinction event. Um, so it's time to wake up, basically. Um, I've said to wake up in several different ways. This is the scientific way. I've talked about the esoteric. I've talked about the spiritual. Um, but this is more scientific-based. So for those people who are very left-brain, scientific, want the facts, the facts tell us that everything's interconnected and interwoven exactly what they were telling us in um, indigenous cultures <laughs> and the spiritual um, science i wouldn't say they didn't want to honor that they just what happened right is that there was a lot of um, people wanting to hold on to old world views of religion and if they were to science was to come out with the truth 
what would happen, right, to the masses, right? So at one point, we thought the earth was at the center of everything. And now science says, well, no, it's not. But the reality is we're still interconnected to all of it. Science tells us, right, that we are, which is really cool and something that, you know, I'm I'm reading into this stuff. And again, my ideologies, my, my worldview changes as I get more information. I'm not going to stay the same. That's not what spiritual alchemy is. And this is why I constantly tell people, read up on spiritual alchemy. If you're stuck to one way of seeing the world, it's a detriment not to, to, well, it's a detriment to you really, because what you're saying is you know it all. And that's not true. Nobody knows it all. We can't know it all. It's going to take all of us together to actually support the shift. And that's kind of where we're at right now in the storyline. So different people are talking about it in different ways. And we have individuals trying to, and I don't want to say wake up the population, but re reintegrate and remind the population that everything is interconnected and we can't just go on acting as though we are gods. We are the God or that we have dominion over all humanity, which is not true. We, if we keep thinking this way, that's fine. We can. And here's the thing with alchemy. We say it's not right, wrong, good, or bad. There's a consequence. And it's it's a detriment to the next generation, really. We might see some some residue from it, um, depending on how old you are, but the generations to come will be left with in peril, really, is what we're going to see if we don't change behavior. Now, it's not an easy task. And it's going to take everybody. But because not enough people are taking it serious, it's almost like there's a movie out there. If you guys haven't seen it, look up or whatever. That's basically what they're they're trying to tell us. Wake up. Like, you, you've got to look at the facts, right? We can't. So I don't deny science. And, and alchemy wouldn't deny science. It's when they manipulate science to bend it to their reality that really kind of triggers me. Because there's a there's a consequence that impacts and ripples across all of the planet itself. Again, talking about it from a perspective of our survival, because the planet itself will heal itself. Now, for the survival of our species, if people are pretty, they're scared of it, right? And they've even put us more on edge, right? With all the COVID, all this stuff that they've talked about, they put more people on edge than ever before, right? But if we start to look at nature and we start to look at how nature works, which is what spiritual alchemy is, it's the unfolding of nature that the universe itself is a creative force. And that's kind of where they're going in science. They're starting to recognize that the universe wasn't uh, created. It was an emergence. That's a new kind of terminology they're using is emerging, emergence. It's emerging out of. Now, do we have all the answers? No. Is it speculation? Of course. Do things change? Do our minds change? Yes. But there is the facts. And the facts are we are going through some very, very crazy times right now. And if we don't work together, right, it's not, and I was talking about this, it's not a one-person thing. This It's going to take a bunch of us coming together and shifting the mind and talking about it. If we start to talk about it, people will start to talk about it. They share with their friends, hey, look, I heard 
I don't know, I was listening to this podcast, this woman, I never taught, heard her before, whatever. She was talking about cosmology and consciousness and talking about, you know, this mass extinction. And if we don't wake up, we're really, there's going to be an issue with what the human species. The, the, I mean, we're killing off so many animals already. And all because of what? All in the name of what? right? If we think about it, it's all in the name of our own self-righteous wanting and need. Now, again, right, wrong, good, or bad, I'm not going to say either. I'm going to say there's a consequence. And it really, for you, depending on who you are, where you are in the world, and depending on your, you know, do you have grandchildren? Do you have children? Do you have a legacy you want to leave? Well, I can be honest with you. That's not going to happen in generations to come if we don't change. The human species, the human race will be gone. And that's now that's part of alchemy too. So there can be an acceptance of, well, that happens, right? Good morning, Christina. That happens. Extinction happens. Species die off. Species. But what, you know, what? why would we do this if we had we we think we're so smart if we're so damn smart why aren't we working in harmony with nature like we are the cosmos and the cosmos is us we can't say we created ourselves or that we were emerged ourselves if that's the word we we didn't <laughs> we didn't and the way science talks about it, and I love it. I, you know, I've always been a, a fan of science. Um, but I've always been not a fan of going too much into the science without having the creativity and intuition either. So I've always kind of been on this middle journey of, of trying to figure out, well, where do I fit in and how does it work for me? Well, now science is saying the same thing. <laughs> and religion is saying the same thing too right? How do we start to shift the dialogue, the narrative? And it's hard because you have so many people who believe a certain way. And if you take that away from them, they could go crazy or they start to fight for their beliefs. And it's really hard to change the mindset, but we can't deny the facts that, I mean, that no longer can be, you know, it's hard because I'm not, I don't deny the facts. But I also know I have a spiritual, that's why I call myself a spiritual alchemist, because in spiritual alchemy, it really is looking at how nature operates. It's understanding it and saying, how do I fit within this emerging that's happening? Where's my place in this emergence? You, you, you're a being on this planet. You are stardust. You are the cosmos. You have now you can participate because you have consciousness, which we can say if we go back and we could go back to historical records um, and we could go back to religious texts where they say that the first sin was knowledge. Maybe knowledge was our damnation, right? Because now we're looking at it. And we're saying, holy shit. Now look at what we've done. Like it's almost to the point where I don't know if it's going to if, if if it's going to if we're OK or not, basically. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. It's a big question mark. It, but I know this for sure. If we continue on this path the way we've been, um, the human species won't survive it. I think that's why they're trying to get to Mars and all these other places and they're creating whole new universes and the metaverse. And they're like, let's just put our consciousness in a computer so that we don't have to die. 
um, and so we can continue on forever. So they're coming up with all these ways. And, you know, who knows, maybe the, I, I always say maybe reincarnation is, is the metaverse or, you know, this, which I, I won't do it. You know, I want to, I want to die with organic material and live in the cosmos and I'm okay. With, I don't want to be part of a simulation of the metaverse and all these things. And that's fine. It's a choice. But I think eventually we're trying to do that. We're using technology to maybe survive. Somehow upload our brain into the computer, which they're trying to do. So all of these things are happening because the elite, right, are the ones that are sort of sort or quote unquote pulling strings are trying to come up with a narrative that serves them because that's what they're used to. That's they're used to bending and manipulating reality to their own benefit. Okay, and they're afraid to let go of it. They're afraid to 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 let it go. So we have this sort of weird kind of we're in this weird stage, almost like the twilight zone in a way, right? We're like, what the hell are we seeing? What the hell is going on? And how do I fit in and how do I maneuver through it? Well, I can say this, it's really important to understand who you are. And you can understand if you're scientific minded, you can understand who you are. There's um, this guy and I can't remember the website, but the website kind of go and it's funny because you feel like you're, you know, maybe back in elementary school. Because this is what they're teaching now. They're, they're trying to to teach the correct way rather than what we were taught in school, which there was a lot of science was, you know, new and they were not giving us all the information and you know, it's evolved and changed over time. We've, we've discovered new things, you know, things didn't stay the same in science. They're constantly observing and changing their ideas and maneuvering through these different ways of viewing the world that, you know, there's this website and it's cool because it takes you back into like, you feel literally, I felt like I was in like elementary school again, but it was cool. I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And it's a reminder. But what it does is it takes you um, through the orbis. And that's like the, um, it's a symbol in spiritual alchemy. And it's funny because alchemy showing up. Why is alchemy showing up everywhere? You know why? Because alchemy is our way to describe the world. We used alchemy as a way to depict the world. We use symbology. And that's why alchemy is very symbolic. Because our first scribes, when you look back, historically you will see that when they first started to draw things and try to explain things they did it with pictures and symbols and then we had words and then words came to be and then we were able to communicate so before that we had symbols and that's really what alchemy is in motion or in action or in spelling if you want because spelling right spell is it's it's the magic it's to be able to communicate what is going on so the symbols in alchemy are critical they're using it to describe how we fit into the full cosmos and how everything sort of was created so they talk about the hydrogen right it's pretty cool and i'm a i like science i'm a nerd i'd like to read new things about science i was in quantum physics looking because i knew science the classical way of talking about it or classic physics classical physics wasn't the right way there was something missing in it 
it, it pulled us away from the inherent knowing that we have this this intuition it took out the compassion it took out the kindness that exists within us our connection to nature and then quantum physics came in and now they're like now how do we explain this and we only have spiritual language to explain it so now they're saying well okay how do we bridge the gap between the two really kind of cool when we looking at science right and hey freedom Hey, Christina, I think I said one. So as we look at science, they have, they use the Orbis, I think that's right. And it's, it's an alchemic symbol. It's, it's, it's a spiritual alchemic symbol. And it's the snake eating its tail. And we see that the snake eating its tail talks about the beginning all the way through humanity, all the way through the tiniest particles, all the way to whole star, star clusters and all that kind of stuff. So pretty cool stuff. All the way to like the hydrogen, right? Like at the beginning of what they call, it's called, it's based on the Big Bang. And that's the theory. Okay, it's a theory. But what it does now, you don't have to believe the theory fully. You know, even science itself will say, well, we don't have all the answers. This is just how what we've observed, right? But it gives us a narrative to see where we fit into this big picture. And it started with very simple, simple, simple atoms and molecules. Very simple, very easy, nothing too complex. And then it just got more complex and complex. And then you have us. And so we're a very complex, actual um, creature. Or I want to say a complex consequence or happening of what the big bang is so we are stardust and there's like been four stellar evolutions i think which is which is cool and i even have now the language to describe what i've been describing through science i've been describing it through the spiritual perspective and now but here's the science behind it right as as nuclear fusion happened there was an explosion right we see supernovas all that stuff and and what that does is it emits new material well that's alchemy in motion that is alchemy right there so spiritual alchemy is saying how do we connect into the interwoven connection that we have to the cosmos which is cool i mean when we start to think about it but if we don't recognize that if we think that we have dominion over things then we're 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 mistaken because the, the the universe is in us and and we are in the universe and it's a both and it's not a separate thing it, it, there's no separation and we've been talking about this over and over and over again and it's a fine balance it's a t it, i mean it's very fragile in some ways but it it keeps us together and i think and i may if for those of you may be science buffs i may be exp um, explaining this incorrectly so forgive me but the the point i'm trying to make is that everything is in a delicate balance that dark matter is what's holding it together and what i loved about the way that they describe science is that there is compassion there because if dark matter didn't have compassion to hold everything together nicely we would disappear we wouldn't be here you see so this idea that we are some great thing, yeah, we are in a way, but the universe emerged us. It was an emergence 
right? It wasn't, <laughs> we emerged from. Everything that we can find in our bodies, we can find in the cosmos. It's interconnected. There's not a separation, and we see this in quantum physics. So when we're looking at the facts, when we're looking at, you know, nature and the facts, and we start to go deeper, we can see that there is this spiritual connection. There's this energy force. There's this field. You know, they call it the force. And and what is that force? Well, it's greater than we can understand. I mean, it's we can't really. We're still trying to figure it out. We're here scratching our heads like, <laughs> we don't really know. And we've really made a mess. Okay, that's just kind of, let's just be honest. Humans have made a, a huge mess. And, you know, maybe it's meant to be that way. It is what it is, what it is. But we have an opportunity to shift it because we're conscious beings. We, we, we can see the damage we've done. Now we just got to take responsibility for it. If people can be responsible and take responsibility for it, I think we have a potential to heal. We have potential to really survive as a species. If we don't, well, there's been mass extinctions before. We've just, as humans, have never gone through one. So we don't know what that looks like. So I would say, what is it? What you? What are you going to do? What is your part, right? Me, I get on here and I do what I know how to do, and that's to get on and communicate. Like I'm a talker, right? Obviously, I'm a podcast with billions of hours of talking. <laughs> I'm a communicator. I'm a storyteller. So I get on here and I tell stories, and I tell you guys, and I and I communicate. That's part of it. I'm educating as well. I have educational tools, right? Like where um, part of it is like setting goals and knowing who you are. And when you set these goals that you really dive into who you are rather than just setting goals based on materialism because that's kind of consumption has got us in trouble. So we go into the, the paradigm of consumption and hoarding, which is part of what we've done as a humanity. We, we used to migrate, we don't anymore. Okay, and it was good, but it's not working anymore. Something's got to shift. Now, what is it going to take? It's not just me saying, hey, this is what we got to do. I don't really 100% know. I do have an idea, but there's tons and tons of people that are really need to come together to make this happen. It, it's not just a one-person thing. And I think I'm going to continue to say that because it is. We've got to share each other's gifts with the world you know, it's not about competition anymore. We can't, it's about a win-win situation and honoring the gifts that you have to give and honoring the gifts I have to give and us seeing it together and working together and <clears throat> utilizing our gifts. So hopefully we can come to that. Um, okay, it's because humans like to think they can manipulate and control nature. Sometimes it benefits, other times causes more harm, yeah, right? Well, we're trying to find our place within instead, yeah. So there you have it. I actually have an appointment right now, so I got to let you guys go. But I hope that helps. And for those scientific-based mind people, um, I have a little bit of language to help them through the process, which I like, which is good because a lot of people are science-based. Um, 
that can maybe help shift in the narrative um, for them as well. So there you have it. Um, I love you guys. Have the best Wednesday ever. And of course, I will be seeing you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.